Hey everybody, welcome back for Plop Plop Fizz Fizz Part 2. We're going to get right into it with a little LDS Church in the news and another segment of For Your Information and then finish up our comments about Rusty Nell's little expose. Here we are, rock them, sock them, flip them, flop them, but you can't stop them. They are ex-Mormons. Wow, I like that, Dave. We're going to have to do something with that. Yeah. Part two of Plot, Plot, Fizz, Fizz here. Let's jump right in, guys. <laughs> How about a little bit of LDS Church in the news? Wow, wowzers. Okay. The Salt Lake Tribune. <laughs> McKenna Denson, remember her? Oh, yeah. LDS Church agreed to drop lawsuit over sexual misconduct by a former missionary training center president. Oh, shit. Subtitle, women's allegations made headlines across the nation, but after losing her lawyers, her case faded. Hmm. Some blurbs here. Blurbs. I sound like Gordon. Blurbs. McKenna Denson made headlines in Utah and across the nation more than two years ago. It was two years ago, Dave. Seems like crazy. Last month. When she went public with allegations followed by a bombshell lawsuit against that she had been sexually abused by the former head of the faith's flagship missionary training center in Provo. That man, Joseph Bishop denied raping her, though in a recorded police interview obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune, he did admit to some sexual misconduct. Oh. Yes. But after some. Rock, it's some, yes. And what is misconduct, right? That's another relative term. Nebulous that, yeah. term, yeah. But after a rocky year for Denson in court, which included her own lawyers quitting and the LDS Church seeking court sanctions against her, her lawsuit fizzled out. So in other words, you know, endure to the end... May not be true if you're trying to fight the church, right, Dave? <laughs> Thanks. For that, that is the end. The um, end was at the beginning because you chose the wrong path. Right, exactly. On Thursday, Denson and the church asked a federal judge to dismiss the case. Court papers made it clear that this ending wasn't any sort of settlement, and the only agreement was that each side pay its own attorney fees. Quote, the parties shall bear their own fees and costs associated with this action unquote a motion filed thursday read continuing the motion the parties have not entered into a settlement and aside from the agreement to bear their own fees and costs there are no further agreements between them it's a little surprising actually to me usually the church likes to pony up Mm -hmm. and yeah the biggest reason is they use that as a carrot to have you sign an nda that's yeah that's usually what they just let's just make it go away yes yeah. A couple more piss- pieces. Pisses. A couple more pisses here, Dave. Pissy pieces. <laughs> the, the dismissal comes after the lawsuit remained largely in limbo for more than a year after Denson's lawyers unexpectedly quit the case. She never found another attorney and represented herself in most court hearings. Oh, that's interesting right there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it kind of is. Most recently, attorneys for the church had sought sanctions against Denson, asking the court permission to file a sealed document that outlined allegations that the woman had destroyed or mishandled evidence in the case. 
In previous motions, the church had alleged that Denson had, quote, lost a cell phone and, quote, forgot her password to several social media accounts which <laughs> church lawyers had sought access to as part of evidence in the matter. What right. the hell are they so, talking about? Uh, Bishop has denied... <laughs> Bishop has denied raping Denson, but in a recorded police interview, he recalled going into a small storage room with her and asking her to expose herself because she had recently had a breast augmentation. I wanted to see her breasts, Bishop said, how the operation went, etc. What? Wait, what the fuck? A missionary got a breast augmentation I did, just I, just I, before or during going I, to the MTC? Yeah, that part is what, confusing. What the mm. fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I want to be able to sell the gospel properly. So. Well, I wonder if she got a reduction, uh, but it said augmentation, oh, which is yeah, usually augmentation the, is yeah, enlargement. Enlargement. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's wow. Uh, <laughs> here he goes. He also said he touched another female missionary inappropriately oh, during oh. a back rub. He took because back rubs are smart. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's a good way to keep your <laughs> yeah. sexual. To keep yeah. rubbing. <laughs> he told police detectives <laughs> from Church on Brigham Young University that he immediately reported his behavior to his ecclesiastical lay leaders and was allowed to keep his position. See, that that's the thing that, well, he immediately reported it. Okay, good for him. But his leaders should have done what? Let but him stay you, the You misunderstand, secret. Michael. They're lay leaders. Oh, I see. They what we're showing do. him what to do. Yeah, yeah. Lay leaders. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Here's how to get laid. Yeah. Exactly. There, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It says. The bishop was dismissed early on as a defendant in Denson's suit. The only remaining part of the lawsuit was a claim alleging that the church committed fraud by presenting Bishop as a safe and trustworthy leader. That's true. Placing him in charge of the MTC despite red flag sexual improprieties years earlier. The allegations first came to light after Mormon leaks part of the Truth and Transparency Foundation published the recording conversation between Denson and Bishop. You know why they called him to that position? He had the right last name. That's right. You either have to have and the right last name. It's all, yeah. all in the family. Yes. Come all. on. Yeah. Interesting. It just keeps coming back, the Denson case. I guess it's finally gone now because it's dismissed. Well, the Lord's work has been done. We'll just carry on. Who cares that a few wolves snapping at our heels that are run over by our wheels? Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one of the things you said, though, reminds me of a song. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Yeah. Doom, but so, tight. Back to you, bro, because I want to hear a little bit that would provide me, I don't know, with some information. Let us remind ourselves that the restoration is still in formation because it's ongoing and it's constantly being formed and informed and reformed and deformed. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got some fun shit. The first three are from Ruby. 
Ruby. J. Ruben Clark. Oh, Ruby. I like that. Ruby. Okay. Ruby. Yeah. He says on 24th of February, 1960, I'm now two years old. Wow. He tells the BYU presidency. You've got some members of the faculty who are destroying the faith of our students and you ought to get rid of them. Wow. Now, as a CES teacher for seven years, that had to be based on some reports that were coming into the first presidency's office about certain things being taught. And this has happened again and again and again at BYU. Namely, one of them being evolution. Mm, yeah, uh, that's right. And then also stories which were correct <laughs> renditions of the history of the church that should not have been shared because, as Boyd K. Packer said, all things that are true are not useful. Useful. Yes. Yeah. So that's what was going on there. You ought to get rid of them. Okay, so. Well, and that's what happened to my good friend who led me on the path of meditation, as I'm sure I've shared at least once during our podcast. He was teaching at BYU, and he brought in some of the extra canonical texts in his New Testament class. And they said, well, we don't teach New Testament here at BYU. We teach Mormonism. Uh, And, And he walked. (laughs) He didn't have to wait to ask to be, yeah, bye-bye, fuck you. All right, so now we're at a funeral with Ruby, Uh he he criticizes a quartet for leaving out the verse concerning Mother in Heaven during their singing of Oh My Father. They left it out, and he criticized them for it. He said, why did you leave that out? And and now it would be just the opposite. And so this would lead us into, again, a reference to our podcast in the future about the evolution of the Mormon hymn book. Yes, yes. Which and, is really an evolution of doctrine is what we're talking about. It really is. Yeah, it's a good source to see what the doctrine is. Yep. Okay, Ruby's up to bat again. And oh, I don't oh mean... Oh, my God, he's on a roll. <laughs> Baby Ruth. <laughs> I mean, oh. Ruby. Oh! Secretary of Agriculture, Ezra Taft Benson. His policies have about extinguished the small farmer and small cattleman. So here we have a member of the <laughs> presidency putting down a member of the 12 uh, publicly saying, yeah. ah, his policies have rat fucked these guys and just about bankrupted them. Uh, okay. And wait. Didn't you know that God's going to choose him to be a future prophet? Uh, Whoops. Whoopsie, whoopsie. (laughs) Okay, let's get into some talk about our brethren with a fair amount of criticism because of the appearance of their skin. Uh Uh-oh. This one's unbelievable. Okay, November 5th, we're still 1960, concerning Gideon Dolo, who is a Fijian, whose people had troubled the LDS headquarters because of their Negroid appearance. Um, And we talked about that. Why wasn't there so much discrimination against Mexicans, other people with dark skin? It was the Negroid race that seemed to be, you know. uh, Yeah, Yeah, for some reason, African-American dark skin is not as acceptable as the other dark skins. 
I because I look yes. at all the Samoans and the Islanders that yeah. have flocked to the church yeah. over the years. Yeah. yeah, and I you got to think if we did a little research. I know, I know. Put the gun down. <laughs> that we would find that there were probably men included in some of the Islanders who joined the church, and they were given the priesthood maybe before seventy eight. Right. It would be interesting to look into that. And that's yeah. what this article is about. Church News notes, he is the first of his race to hold the Melchizedek priesthood. Okay, well, there you go. All right. There it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's just keep on with that topic. November 10th, Brigham Young University president tells the executive committee of BYU's trustees about a colored boy on campus having been a candidate for the presidency of a class and receiving a very large vote. Listen to this response from Apostle, soon-to-be President Harold B. Lee. If a granddaughter of mine should even go to the BYU and become engaged to a colored boy, I would hold you responsible. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Future president of the church. Wow. How dare you? How dare you let... Yeah. What the hell, man? This is 1960, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. That's well, because God is also a God of his time, right? Just, oh, I see. That's yeah. right. It's all about timing, Dave. Yep. And you may not recall this program. I do. I do recall it vaguely. It's December 15th now at the temple meeting of the first presidency, Quorum of the Twelve. First counselor Henry D. Moyle reports on baseball baptism program. Each ward or stake would use a different sport to entice youth to come and play with them and then use that as a means of trying to convert them. Yeah. You know what they used in Japan? Ping pong. Because <laughs> ping course. pong is a huge sport in East Asia, and, and they used uh, ping pong socials, basically, to draw people so what, in. And, what do they call it? Ping pong plunge? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> I've got a couple more because I've got to get this last one in. Okay. At the end of the year, December 22nd, David O. McKay warns the 12 against growing power of the LDS bureaucracy. Oh, wow. What? Whoa. LDS okay. bureaucracy. Yeah, What's that's it. That's the, the whole statement. And uh. we'll get into it here from Ruby in a second. <laughs> It's now 1961. First presidency urges the Sunday home evenings. Like previously unsuccessful efforts, <laughs> this, an- <laughs> this announcement limits its encouragement to Monday home evening on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, a monthly home evening on Fast Sunday only. <laughs> can, you, can you just do it once? Because we grew up and we had it every week, yeah, every was, Monday night. Yeah, every, it was Yeah. So they're asking then, can you just, this is still like 1960, right? One. Now, uh, yeah. yeah. And hey, can you guys do it at least once a month? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I, of course, didn't know this. I, I Yeah. yeah. this is an entire podcast this next little blurb and we've brought it up before in certain ways j reuben clark mr ruby two shoes tells the apostles i think it is terrible for any man in the church 
to begin to use his church position, particularly in finances, to his own advantage. Um, so far as I know, there are none of you who are trying to use a church to your own self-advantage, but that cannot be said for all church members. Okay. Yeah. So not the 12 or the first presidency, but I don't know about the rest of those guys. Were they publishing <laughs> were they publishing books and selling them back then with their own I think most of it was business dealings. I yeah. think it was yeah. You know, you fund this thing or you, you know, add a hundred grand here to this venture and oh Jesus, he's in the stake presidency now. Wow. What? Oh it's wow. like magic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now he has even more influence over more people <laughs> who for the most part are wealthy. That's right. so yeah. look at your leadership in the LDS church. They are primarily business people. That's right. And ultimately the higher up the ranks you go, successful business people who have had dealings with each other on their way up that ladder to the stairway to heaven. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. I saw what? no, oh, I'm evidence, sorry. no I... evidence whatsoever of what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> Accusations. Yeah. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I can't stand anymore. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> What's Nelson's second recommendation the first one being gratitude second there we go let us unite in thanking god through daily prayer daily jesus christ taught his disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to god and then petitioning him for the things we need prayer brings forth miracles in that okay so we're going to pause right there because that's a natural segment that they created in the video so let me just respond to prayer in general biblically there is really no statement about required or prescribed prescribed is his word prayer except when you're making a sacrifice so there was there's no teaching mm. about go say your daily prayers isn't that interesting so it's a, more of a, a new testament slash mormon mm -hmm. teaching should mm -hmm. i just segue right into what it is i'm going to share about this today uh yeah what is happening when we pray all of us every day engage in a lot of self-talk mm -hmm. that is that we're speaking to ourselves in our minds not verbally and it can be both good and bad it can be positive and negative yeah uh, well, i mean you talk to yourself all this time dave so this do you all you know, the time because nobody else is listening yeah he's that's, trying to okay. create an excuse all right Mitch. all right yes. anyway <laughs> so it if there is no god listening and that would be the stance that we take the three of us you are talking to yourself yeah in, right. in the act of prayer and the question would be, is that healthy? It would be otherwise, but is it healthy when it's based on the existence of a being who does not exist? And I would say no, 
now you're leaning toward a mentally ill yeah. type of fucking so they pra- so they practice. say that talking to yourself is actually healthy as long as you know that you're talking to yourself exactly well the minute the minute, the minute right, that you right. let that go the minute that you're talking to yourself and you don't recognize the difference that you're talking to yourself right. or you're talking to something else yeah that's when they're like maybe you should go see a doctor You've so. got problems, and they're not hereditary. Anyway, so the what I see is it, and I brought this up again yesterday, was there is personal prayer, which nobody really knows if another Mormon is involved in that or not, because, hello, it's personal. But then there's public prayer, which is nothing more than showing off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. It kind of is. Well, Uh, we talked about that, right? We gave, uh, when Dave and I were talking really quickly yesterday, and we're like, you know, what is this thing about prayer? And obviously, we could do a focused conversation on prayer alone, and we should, I think, and span across different cultures and religions, whatever. Anyway, in Mormonism, yeah, I mean, personal prayer could be an opportunity if you look at it in its most basic form, it could be similar to meditation, introspection. It's a, a, introspection, yeah. yes. And, and, you have, and that's you take healthy. A moment. That is healthy. It is totally, yeah. right? You take a moment, and you're just like, okay, I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to relax here. I'm going to internalize for a minute. It right. could be really helpful, right. right? It's when there's a couple pieces that bother me personally about it, the way the prophet's talking about it already here, which is just at the basic level still. This is what constitutes a prayer, right? According to Jesus, thank God and ask God. And the ask God part is one of the things that bothers me, right? Because Mm. are you self-actualizing? Are you self-fulfilling? You know, please bless me to find my wallet. And then you find your wallet, which who could argue that you wouldn't have found it anyway, right? I mean, and what is that telling you? It could yeah, go right. back to responsibility, right? I'm not going to pat myself on the back and say, yeah, good intuition skills, good searching skills. I'm going to say, oh, thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. And this is part two of this two-part system of revelation and prayer. So again, our side is the prayer side, and the the other half of it is, oh, I got a revelation as a result of offering that prayer. Mm-hmm. So if things go good, Oh, it's all thanks. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And if things are a little fucked up, well, gee, could you maybe help me out here and there and everywhere else? Because this shit isn't working. So, and you're all powerful and you love me. You love me endlessly. So, you obviously are going to intercede. Yeah. Thank you, God. Other problems we've talked about before. Mitch, go for it. I was going to point back to how Nelson is you know, flood Facebook, (laughs) gratitude, prayer. It reminds me of what Christ actually, if you want to get technical, Christ actually taught against was he always pointed to the Sadducees and Pharisees going, they go beat their chest in public and they pray and they say, look how holy I am. I'm praying and it's more important that it's quietly in your heart. And so even as a Mormon, I would dare say that if I was still a member and I heard this message, I would actually not agree with it. I'd be like, no, thanks. I'm not going to go to Facebook and and be like, oh, the prophet told me to, pur, pur, pur. I'm so grateful. And I wouldn't have done this, but since the prophet told me to, I better thank God in front of everyone. 
half my family members have died but i thank you god because i know that their mission in life was over and it's all according to a plan yeah yeah so many problems let's see what he actually says as he wraps up in that spirit i would now like to offer a prayer for the world wait a minute everyone in it uh, what the hell music is that? Is that a merry-go-round it sounds, in the background? Yeah, sounds like ding, 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 ding. it's almost like country. It's a fucking merry-go-round. It's like a country. Hey, hop on and don't dare let go. Stay on the ride until it's over. It's called life, and it's a Mormon life. You're on a merry-go-round. Yes. Oh, she- and there will be ups and there will be downs, but don't ever get off the merry-go-round. Oh, Davey, getting a little poetic here. Um, yeah, uh, it is kind of fucked up weird music in this second edit. This is definitely a second edit that they've done here. Um, oh, shit. Okay, he's going to offer a prayer. When we first saw this, the three of us agreed this is kind of creepy. It's kind of also surprising because the church never does this this is a almost an mm-hmm. evangelical you know let's pray together yeah. on tv and i don't recall ever david i mean maybe tell no, me if i'm wrong i, I don't either this no. never has happened uh written it, there's been examples of written prayers mm-hmm. it seemed like there was one in 9 11 or something about you know praying for the nation to heal and yeah but that that was a written message not a verbal uh, no yeah and obviously conference there's going to be a prayer at the beginning and the end of each session that that's different this is like we're praying in public for the world join me in this ah <sighs> well well, you know, Nelson, Rusty Boy has stepped out of bounds several times yeah, he has. since his inauguration. Oh, no, not inauguration. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what he actually says in his prayer here. As I pray, I hope you will feel inspired to do the same. Pouring out your heart in gratitude for the countless blessings God has given you and petitioning him to heal our hearts, our families, our societies, and the world at large. So that's Mm. the preface to the prayer. And Mm -hmm. again, the shirking of responsibility. If you pray for all these good things, whichever of them happens, it's now this ethereal God's you know, thanks to him. Right. And he's correct because he mentioned countless blessings. And for most people right now, they are countless. There's no, they, they don't exist. We're in a world of shit yeah. right now, people. Yeah. I mean, need I be another voice to mention the obvious? I mean, yeah. so, okay, but let's just pretend that's not what's going on. And let's okay. pray for anyway. it to change. Don't give praise to the scientists and medical <clears throat> practitioners. There's obviously like a balance. You look at the, you know, the Mormon church and they have this toxic positivity of like, just give gratitude everywhere you go. Like be grateful, which that is true. You should have that. It's healthy to think that way. It's healthy to think positive, it but it when is. it becomes toxic is when you start dumbing down the other emotion exactly. so much so that it's like, well, I slipped and broke my leg, but I'm grateful I didn't break my head. And it's like, 
<laughs> or my Dude, back. you just broke your leg. You, you, like, just, you just did that. break your head. Psychologically, <laughs> you just broke yourself. <laughs> yeah, and so it, yeah. And it goes so far when that toxic positivity takes over, it actually can, in my opinion, be damaging to the point because then it's not just about you. Then you start as any religion, but we know Mormonism, what happens is you start putting that toxic positivity on other people. That's so right. like Mike falls right. and breaks his leg and I'd be like, Mike, you know, be grateful. The Lord didn't break your head. I'm just so grateful that you're still here yeah. with us. And it, yeah. it's like, it destroys. Mike could be like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> I broke my leg. We, we yeah. are talking about straight up mental illness is what we're, yeah, and, where and we're going with that. Most yeah. mental illnesses being taught. And so the church is teaching people to conduct these habits, which could easily lead into mental illnesses. Yeah, for sure. I mean, here we go. Let's see how he does his prayer here, knowing that Mitch is on the clock and he's going to have to leave the episode early today, guys. Our Father in heaven, as fellow passengers on thy planet Earth, Uh, we humbly pray unto thee. We thank thee for life and all that sustains life. Incidentally, if you haven't seen the video, he's looking down and reading this, which is fine. I mean, that. We thank thee for the beauties of the earth, for order in the universe, the planets, stars, and all things of eternal significance. We thank thee for thy laws that protect and guide us. We thank thee for thy mercy and loving watch care. We thank thee for our families and loved ones who fill our lives with joy. I am going to become ill. To <laughs> so here's the th- uh, here's yeah. the thing. Sorry, I know you're playing this thing, but uh, God damn it! This just proves. Oh God! It, it, Hear the words of my mouth. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> how he starts is first of all he's saying flaunt your gratitude on Facebook, and the Mormon car argue and be like, no, 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 we're just spreading positivity. But now he literally prays on camera oh. for the public yeah yeah that's for right. the public he's going he's going hey guys if you don't know how to pray i just want to give you an example uh also to show you that i'm a prophet i'm going to pray for the world and By show you the way, i'm grateful and it's like okay cool dude yeah let me remind you that this is the prophet who met with the Pope and called him the Holy Father. Yeah, that's right. So does that say anything? Kind of like when the public criticized Obama because he, is it when he bowed to the Emperor of Japan or something? And he he bowed really low or something. That's just respect, I guess. I don't know about the other. Yeah, America was like, look, he's bowing to other people. The country's going uh, to hell. So humble. He's so humble. Mitch, I'm looking at the clock, and I know you have to depart. Do you have depart. any? Yes. I which, keep, which part? <laughs> depart. Gotta, I, I won't leave until Mike, in his God voice, says, <laughs> depart. Okay. I'll be staying here. I'll act like Satan. Okay. <clears throat> I have a word to say concerning these people. If they yeah, do not they walk do not up live. Ever. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I worked Whoa. in the temple for two and a half years. I, it's memorized. Well, yeah. laddie fucking da. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm more righteous than you, and it's obvious. 
Let him do his shtick, Dave. (laughs) It's on my resume. Two and a half years in the temple. I'm going to the third level of the celestial kingdom. Well, now you're not because you you ruined Mitchell's. You forsook your stick. Go for it, Mitchell. Finish the stick. (laughs) They will be in my power. (laughs) (laughs) Behold. All right, get the fuck out of here, Mitch. Have a great day at work. Dave and I are going to finish the prayer. Continue on. May the spirit ever be with you as you talk of such holy things. Uh, As we taco. It will be. Tacos? What? Farces and tacos. Gordon? Gordon, are you back again with your fucking tacos? Oh, dear God. I've got a lot of tacos in my belly. Oh. I don't feel so good. It's not even lunchtime yet. Last night, <clears throat> we an anima. We actually gave him a couple of edibles. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I had those revelations. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never eaten underwear before. Uh, no, not under, not the edible underwear. Dear Lord oh. God. Good. Oh, Lord. I see. I yes. see what you did there. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I wish I could stay longer. Yes. Have fun. Yes. Don't have too much fun without me. But okay, we wish we'll you were you. longer too, Mitch. I mean, you could hang around longer too, Mitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking at Freddie. He's just looking like he's half dead. Thank you. Finally, there you go. Jesus, what we pay you for his Lord and Savior. Jesus. Emmanuel, Raphael, and Lorenzo, Jesus' six cousins. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Okay. See you, Mitchell. What the- so let's get back into the end of the prayer here. Please bless uh, them with protection and inspiration. Will thou help us end this virus that has plagued so many of thy children? And as you mentioned before, Michael, isn't that convenient that Pfizer just released Mm -hmm. a vaccine Mm -hmm. like a week? No, it's been a couple of weeks now since that this podcast or this statement or whatever. And they just rolled it out. I forget which city already received their first doses. So, yeah, well, that's God. Well, and the other thing is how generic. if, if, If it's going... The way we want it to, it's God. Yeah. And if it's not, it's one of two things. Either I'm a fucking unworthy piece of shit or it's Satan. Or both. Yeah. Or both. Yeah, that's true. Some combination of both. Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Because I'm praying for this and I'm trying to be righteous. And what am I doing wrong that it's not happening? Or damn that Satan, he's just thwarting things again. Or, you know, combined. I mean... (laughs) You know, it's so broad, and again, we're not doing this podcast episode specifically on prayer, I guess, but just, no, you know, it brings no. up ideas that we should address when we do, because how broad, right? Who was it? Wasn't it somebody, Dave, who said you should be specific in your prayers? God wants you to have faith and be uh, specific. And, I'm, okay, you know, I'm thinking it was Rusty Ball. Was it? It was that era. It was when uh, right before, just after Monson mm-hmm. took the helm. Yeah. I do remember a talk like that. I, I definitely do. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, God already knows what you need. 
you know, be specific and open with him and clear and, and, you know, let's not beat around the bush. And it was kind of like a, let's really exercise your faith type of thing. And what Nelson's doing here is what is usually done though, which is being very broad, right? Help us deal with this epidemic. What does that mean? And, And if you're that broad, there is no way to detect an answer or response either way or the other. I can't talk. Either way. Either (laughs) way way or or the the other. other. (laughs) Okay, so based on on what happened after the prayer, God did or didn't answer that prayer. Well, no, wait, no, you're, fuck you. He always answers prayers. It's just not the answer you wanted. Oh, my God. And if you're really general, like he is, just help us. Help is pretty, you know, subjective. Then any good that comes, I don't know. It's impossible not to attach God to something, right? Because you're course, so broad. You're so broad. Well, that's help. Look, that little bit's help. Oh, Must thank be you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Right. Okay, here we go. We thank thee for the leaders of nations and others who strive to lift us. We pray for relief from political strife. Because that's going to happen. And what's relief? There's another subjective term. Give us relief from political. You know, that's a really good insight, Michael, that you're bringing up there, how general he is. There's no way to detect any real response from this omnipotent being Mm -hmm. at all. No. Will thou bless us with a healing spirit that unites us despite our differences? Will thou also help us repent from selfishness, unkindness, pride, and prejudice of any kind? Hmm. Well. Uh, recent events, perhaps? Maybe. And talk about throwing old leaders and members both under the bus. Not a whole lot of example of what he's talking about in the historical church. All righty. So that we can better serve and love one another as brothers and sisters and as thy grateful children. Thy. We love thee, our dear Father, and pray for thy blessings upon us. In the name of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. May God bless you, one and all. Oh, I hope he does, because I can't pay my bills. And we just had a drive-by shooting, and then a man was killed on the corner. So, yeah, God bless you. I mean, Yeah, David, you know, for at least the pay your bills part, if you could send in a seed of faith. Okay, like, what, a thousand maybe? Yeah, if the bigger the seed, the bigger the fruit. David, have oh, faith. Oh, of course. Have faith. Oh, send God. in a seed what? of faith, please. What? Yeah. I I repent. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Well, folks, we'll wrap up this commentary. So there you have it. Not a whole lot more to say, I guess, about the prayer part. It kind of goes along with gratitude because you know you're supposed to pray about the things you're grateful for. Um, so he ties the one into the other, which is a natural tie. Gives a prayer at the end. I don't know. Dave, any other thoughts? It's obvious he's the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. He is a living prophet with yeah. a lot of living prophets 
behind him. Oh, oh. I see what you did there. <laughs> Freddie, you sounded about- just like Mitch when you said. That. <laughs> what are you this morning, Freddie? About five seconds behind. Oh, now you, now you respond quickly. What a well. Uh, he had a a rough night. Yeah, yeah I was over there for, for a while myself. Oh, Damn. really? Yeah. This guy parties. Wow. Yeah, he kind of does. I guess. I mean, so thanks for joining us for part two of plop plop fizz fizz. I hope you feel a gaseous relief <laughs> now that you. <laughs> have experienced oh, both o- parts open a window for yeah sorry I, whoa holy smokes daver <laughs> literally <laughs> oh, something's on fire wow yes. okay our childish antics do not stop but we are going to give you relief in the form of a shorter podcast for yes once. we are so have fun Take upon you this shorter precursor podcast name, which is the new name. Noah? Uh, wait, I forgot. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to hell for sure. I, I forgot so. my new name. Yeah, that, that's not allowable. Sorry. Take care, folks. Love you. Peace out. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>